Kane and King. The Coney's in the air. Everywhere I look around. The Coney's in the air. Leaving bodies on the ground. I've always wanted to do a duet with Robbie, let me tell you. Well, that's some of what you've missed if you're just waking up to us this morning on a Fireball Friday. We've got a big show coming up. We'll get the first thoughts very, very shortly. We'd love for you to join in. What was your first thought when you woke up this morning? Get involved in that. Who's in the gun? Paul Marsh has done an incredible job, uh, I guess, um, securing this CBA between the AFL and the players. Huge pay increases and other uh, incentives for them. Dennis Pagan's going to join us the Friday Agenda and Riley Beveridge from AFL.com.au with all the latest news. My crew's Friday FOMO offer will be announced shortly. Stick around to hear it in a few moments' time. But right now, it's time for this. Friday First Thoughts for Loop Logics, the Swiss Army knife of construction management. All right, let's hand it over to the best opinion slash analysis individual as judge during the week. That is David King. King, what do you got? I think we're seeing the tougher side of Chris Fagan. I think it would have been easier for him to finish the back half of the year with Gunston and Rich in the team and just rolling on. But at round 14, he, he made the toughest of calls and he massaged it so those players weren't embarrassed. And they brought in young Jasper Fletcher and, and, and uh, we've seen the benefits of that and we've seen it again last night. To just put a line through Jack Payne. No, no nonsense. Yep. We know what we're doing. We don't care if the world knows. You've still got to come up here and beat us. He's out. So pick pick who you want to try and pick us apart or pull us, pull us apart down back. But I think we're seeing, we're seeing the best version of Chris Fagan right now. I did like the uh, when, when uh, you, you go to the graphics and the vision on – Fox Footy AFL 360. You had some excellent um, information around their forward stoppage work. I mm. didn't have the sound up, but I was watching it in the studio last night. Are they playing tougher as a team as well? Like they, they their inability to be tackled. Like they're not. Yeah, they're bulls, aren't they? And yeah. they're, they're they're thick bodies. They're seasoned campaigners down there now. So eleven times this year, they've kicked two goals or more from forward fifty stoppages. Like they're bonus goals, and mm. I think they separate big finals, grand finals, and prelims and. They kicked four goals in the second quarter alone from forward 50 stoppages against Port. That, that was the end of the game. That, 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 that just breaks, uh, breaks your heart. So that's an asset of theirs that they're, they're clearly working on. They block for each other like you wouldn't believe. So I think their coaching has, has come to the fore this year. So how do you see that midfield matchup playing out? Because if the Blues have a strength, it is there. I know they're scoring from other ways, not just from stoppage now. They're scoring off turnover, but... For the last two seasons, they've probably been the most consistently the best and most powerful midfield, haven't they? That, that's enthralling. Yeah, they, and they, I think I think McCluggage is the wild card in there. Yeah. He's not necessarily inside nor outside. He's a bit of a mix of both, and his his uh, impact on games is, is significant. And I think he's a must tag. I'd be tagging McCluggage before Lockie Neal. Mm. I don't know which way they'll go. No, I think I'm with you on that. Yeah. But Neil Neil's is a very important player, and he's I think he's had twenty five clearances across the last three weeks, two tens and a five. So he's an important player, but I don't think he's having the damage at the moment. I know he's impacted physically. There's something not quite right with Lockie because he's not bursting from from stoppage. 
there's an opportunity there, Cornsy. You've got, to, you've got to drive a wedge into that that minute little crack that's available. So my Friday first thoughts, and, and I probably know the answer to this, so it's probably a rhetorical question, but do Collingwood make an exception for Toby? What do I mean by that? Well, they're going to play to their structure. They're back six or seven. Don't necessarily care who's there. If, so, if someone's deep, there'll be a matchup. If they go up the ground, they'll hand over. Do you want to be handing over for Toby? Because I think this guy is so smart. If he gets a matchup that he likes, if he thinks there's a weakness, he'll take them up to the stoppage. He'll then try and get in behind. If there isn't a set matchup for Toby, this guy can make you pay. So I don't know. I'd, I'd be nervous to allow him to roam inside forward 50 or up the ground and not necessarily have an opponent, which is the Collingwood way. Do they have to send... Braden Maynard or Quainer, I think it's Maynard, to Toby and make an exception to their structure, Kingy. So, so if you do that, right, put, so you're a Collingwood player. You're, you're Nathan Murphy, and I'm Craig McRae talking to the group. You're sitting there and you're going to say preliminary final Wednesday, three days, two days before the game, you're going to tell me that what we've done the whole year to build up to this point mm. doesn't work against Toby Green, but it works against the rest of the competition Everyone else works against, but just because this is a prelim final, we're changing everything for Toby. Well, not not ev- not everyone else. I mean, they have been exposed with that structure before. Like yeah. they've had they've had guys get really get a hold of them, and it's stuck and with this the structure. Would, this would have been a two week discussion. I mean, if to- if the Giants win, and if we are coming up against them, we just are going to adjust our system. I think there's just because you have that plan doesn't mean you don't adjust it depending on who you play. And I'm sure they would have adjusted it. But not to man up. That's a big shift. To go from a systematic um, spatial defence to a man-on-man is, is a seismic shift. It's only one, it's only one shift, though. Like it's, and it's, you still, if, if uh, you can impact in the air and come off Toby Green, you would still do that, as Maynard, Maynard does. He's not going to have just the man goggles and the caravan on Toby Green. But I just think it's a, it is a risk to allow this guy to roam inside Ford 50 with no physical attention and no direct opponent. Now, Buck's touched on this, but I don't know if it got the coverage that it should have. So in the first final against Melbourne, the wingmen for Collingwood were pulled right back. They were almost, almost at half back off of midfield stoppages. Mm. So the concertina effect in behind that allowed their defenders to, to, to guard deeper if you yep. like. So there's the six one-on-ones, how they start one-on-one, and then they separate from there. They were more compressed. It was a better version of Collingwood defensively. Yep. They didn't get exposed anywhere near as much, and they were able to hold up against 69 inside 50s. Mm, mm. So I think that, in isolation, will cover some of that space for, for Toby Green, and yeah. it will cover a few So floors. that'll be interesting in itself. Like if So then what does Kelly do, or what does, a, what does an Ash do, or what does a mm. Callahan do who can penetrate with the, how aggressive do they then get? So that, that tactical battle, I mean, the, these Great, two teams it? are very good tactically. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see how that, uh, that plays out. What did you make of the, the Blues changes? Oh, just Is four a lot? Uh, this might, when I first thought, I thought, "Wow, hey, it, you know, like sometimes being really settled, going mm. to these games is 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 awesome. Uh, they're in good form. Clearly, they're at this point of the year. But I just thought four changes, and clearly you're bringing Martin and, and you're bringing Mackay back back in. I don't know the four outs. I know one of them's going to be a sub, but I, I just I wonder whether that was. I want, I, th- first thing that hit me, Friday first thoughts, mm, is that mm. is that too much of a, a of a shake up? And, and I just was surprised that Owies 
was one of those guys. And he's, he's a player that gets, you know, he gets polarising feedback. But if you look at the score involvement players since round 21, Cottrell's been Carlton's most, which is amazing. Second or equal second is Charlie Curnow and Blake Akers. Mm. Fourth is Hewitt and fifth is Owies. So I just, I just wonder whether that's sometimes, not that it gets lost on coaches, it doesn't. They see the game like through a magnifying glass. But I was just surprised. I wasn't surprised Kemp lost his spot. I, I thought he probably had, I'm going to say, I watched the, the, the game again, six or seven edits that were really poor. So I wasn't surprised that he lost his place. And I think Weedering and Marchbank and McGovern can hold up. And it's really not, the tools that are going to get you from Brisbane, I don't think, because Weedering can take care of Danaher. It's going to be those smaller, more dynamic forwards that they've got. But always is I'm with you on always for what he brings emotionally. Uh, so often he's the one that provides the spark. He'll give it to the opposition. He'll give it to the opposition crowd. He'll target his jumper. I love the way that he goes about it. So if I was, I know Motlop finished well and 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 did that. But if I was going to go into a really tight, tough, contested final. I probably would have taken Owies in front of Motlop. Blues fans, his four changes a lot. Did you have the same thoughts as Kingy? 1-300-736-736 is that IMAR insurance open line. So just my thoughts on the, the new deal between the players. My first thought was it is the best professional job in the country, I reckon, when you look at the conditions that these players have. So... The salary's gone from 387 in 2022 to 519. That's an average by the end of 2027. But my first thoughts were that their leave has increased. So not only are you getting an average of 519, you're getting about, and I just want to clarify this with Paul when he joins us, Paul Marsh, that is about 20 weeks holiday if you've played for five or more years. That's a that's a good deal. That is a really good deal. And I, I just wonder how the clubs, particularly those that are developing, I know it's been a bugbear of those, the amount of time these players gets off. Is that enough access to your players if you're giving them 20 weeks holiday? Um, that was so from just a, club, a thought. From a club from point, a club of, view, point of view, yeah, I don't think, and I think that was a negotiation um, issue for the clubs. Is look, we just don't get enough access to our players. Like Sam Mitchell, I think Ross Lyon has spoken about this publicly. You know, it's 15 hours a week that he gets them. Then they play their last game in August. You don't see them until sort of middle of November. That's a lot of time off, and it's a lot of time on their own um, with distractions when perhaps they could spend some more so time at the footy club. At some point, we have to give the keys back to the players, though, don't we? I mean, yeah. I know we talk a lot about – I always love – this is why I love going to pre-season training, right? I reckon after watching a club train for three sessions, you can tell who's come back rock hard fit mm. and who's come back ready to have a not, – not necessarily have a big year, but mm. give themselves the best chance to have a big year. So I'm a bit with you. In other codes around the around the globe, you're the, you're the athlete. You bring your professional package back to our club environment. That's true, a bit. Yeah, in the best shape. I don't care how many yeah. weeks you have off. Yeah, it is, and and a lot of those do their own, have their own people. Yeah. I mean, but these are these are like multi-million dollar, in some cases, half a billion dollar players. Not quite that level here. But I will ask Paul Marsh about that and and ask whether what's the, the perfect clubs- number. Well, he's like ten weeks is enough, isn't it? Like, it's, like, what what profession elite profession gets twenty weeks? Like, it just seems seems extraordinary the amount of leave that they get. But uh, anyway, that was my first thoughts. Thanks to Loop Logics, the future of construction management. For a free demo, visit looplogics.com. Let's take a couple of your calls. Phil's in Bayswater. What's your thoughts on tonight's game, but Phil? Okay, can you, Kane, I, I think David. I think we might see a little bit of tempo footy from the pies. I don't think it's going to be the pure. 
run and gun, and as we did against Melbourne, pushing the wings back, I think Justin Leppage will come to the fore with fly around. There'll be a little bit more tempo as opposed to just full run and gun, um, and it'll be like a, a skill off, if I can say, around executing fast, slow tempo footy. Your thoughts? Yeah, don't mind it. I, I, I have no idea. I'm, I, that's why I'm fascinated by um, sitting down tonight and having a look. I, I do think the wingman slide, sliding back has been a real win for them. They look, just looked more composed. It's, mm. the, it's the coach's birthday today. You, sh, you should win on your 50th birthday, shouldn't you? Happy Is Craig McRae's birthday? Craig McRae today, yeah, 50th today. Right. I think so I big, saw it's Adam Tuesday's birthday it? as well. It might have been yesterday. It's a big day. Oh, what a... <laughs> What a um, present. What a way to celebrate, eh? <laughs> on your 50th. Well, you'll, ne- uh, you'll never forget it either way. <laughs> good on you. No, he won't. Phil, good on you, mate. Uh, I, I think Collingwood play a little bit of, of what the opposition give you as well. So they're pretty good at adjusting in-game and on the run. Nando is in Epping. Uh, is four changes a lot for the Blues, Nando? G'day, boys. Morning. How are you? Good. Come on, boys. Have faith, have faith in the Blues. Um, four changes. Talk about a team that's won... Lost one game since round 15. Yeah. Right? But I, I trust in Bossy. Bossy sees him train. Hey, you know what? Let's just hope he gets the mix right. Good on you, mate. Sounds good like luck Cuda. to you. Is that you, Cuda? Good, good, good luck to you, Nando. I hope it goes well for Cold you. On the line. Uh, what did you think of the blue selection, Roy? Mate. How are you, Roy? Hey, hey. Sorry, guys. Um, I just want to, I don't know where David King is coming from about that, like four changes every year, bit, but I think the reason why Voss has put forward in that is just keep up the speed of Brisbane because they are a very fast, blistering team, and I don't think Kemp will have the speed to keep up with like Charlie Cameron or Rayner. So I think Boyd's probably a good option as well. That's just my opinion as well. I yep. also think Mackay should play on Harris Andrews as like a some sort of defender to take him out of that intercept mark so Charlie can start kicking some bags. That's also my opinion as well, you know what I mean? We can stretch their back line a fair bit. We've got three tours down there, so yeah. Good on you, Roy. Thanks for your thoughts. This one, uh, big Blues fan, travelling to Brisbane. My adult son flies to Sydney tonight. Then we drive together to Newcastle, stay the night, up early Saturday, drive to Brisbane, stay at a mate's place, go to the game, get some sleep afterwards and leave early Sunday to drive back to Sydney to get my son on a flight to Melbourne Sunday night. What What is your name, that person that sent us a text? Because you left it off. Uh, we've got to find you a prize. That is unbelievable dedication. And they're the sto- sort of stories that uh, get us up and about on prelim final week. We'd love to hear if there's any others similar. My Cruises Friday FOMO is here. Escape to Japan with Cruises, my Cruises, for 13 days. Quote, footy 100 for an SEN exclusive offer. Visit mycruises.com.au. Who's in the gun? Gee whiz, we're firing up this morning. If you've got someone in the gun... Let us know on the other side of this. It's Fireball Friday.